coming to you live from Beach Studios, the balcony. This is the Brothers Catch Up, a weekly podcast for two brothers catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi, and with me is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. Boy, are we late? I mean, at this point, it's almost <laughs> Thursday morning. Don't worry. In fact, if you're listening to this, it probably is Thursday morning. There's probably another podcast already out. <laughs> There'll be one out by Sunday. We won't be late again. We should record Friday. I've been telling you this. <sighs> when you have a trip, we record first. Oh, yeah. We already talked about that. What? Yeah. Anyway, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm tired. I know. It's late. It's not only late in the week, it's, it's late in the day. This is just not an all-around good time to record. It's 7.30 and you're in my neck of the woods. Yeah, it sucks. And it's a work night. It's going to take forever for you to get home. But yeah, I'm good. You know, I had a lovely trip. Arizona is a pretty good state. In terms of, like, states. I don't like their governor. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They had the best candidate for governor in the country. Yeah. And she lost by a half a percentage point in a totally fair and legitimate election. That's the key. Totally fair and legitimate. If only Maricopa County wasn't part of Arizona, I would totally be all about Arizona. It's a great place. Maricopa County is like the best county, though. Not in terms of their political corruption. It's where all their, that's where all the stuff is. Well, yeah, everything else is a barren desert. Like, you want to go to Scottsdale. <laughs> like, when you go to Arizona, you don't want to be like, I'm in fucking Tucson. People don't tend to realize. You don't want to go to Flagstaff. People don't tend to realize how, like, big the bureaucracy of Maricopa County is. Like, when Joe Arpaio was around, like, he ran. I love that guy. Essentially, like, a prison complex this, like with the number of inmates is, like, many states. Here's <laughs> why I like him. He called a press conference to forensically dismantle a birth certificate. That's pretty cool. The Obama birth certificate. The guy who he worked with to do that, too, like, his whole life was ruined because of that. Well, I mean, he tried saying that a president wasn't born in the United States. You're probably going to get some flack for it. <laughs> Which, by the way, that video is still just, like... One of the best things ever. <laughs> I don't know how you watch it, and they're like, I don't, I don't think it was born... <laughs> Listen... I don't know where he was born. All I know is that that's not his birth certificate. Yeah, that's all I know. The thing he's trying to say is his birth certificate isn't. I don't know what that means. Barack Obama probably born in the United States. Maybe he just lost his birth certificate. But that's weird. They passed off a document that is clearly not the right document. This is what I don't like about everything. Like, we're the conspiracy theorists and, like, the right-wingers and the and the Nazis because we recognize that that document isn't real. Isn't that just, like, common sense? Like, if you could just no. analyze all the facts of the case, right? No, but... Like, wait. read the defenses of the birth certificate. All the defenses of... Like, the, the debunking of that press conference is essentially saying, Obama would never do that. That's the defense! Well, well, that's what my point was going to be. It's like, no, it's actually not that. Like, you said, like, isn't that just common sense? Well, no. To them, it's like, why? Like, they didn't watch that. Yeah, they don't know, know that. that. So they just go, you're fucking crazy. 
idiot. And it's like, well, you didn't you didn't do any research or anything. I didn't really do any research. I watched the video. But that video is enough for me to be like... Well, I have done research because I've, I've watched that video. I've also watched other videos from other people who essentially do the same thing they do in that video. I also watched... I also have read many articles about people who've analyzed birth certificates. I also know about Barack Obama's half-brother from Africa who literally says he has Obama's real birth certificate. So, like, there's a lot of other things. We I talked like about that this is a birther episode. I know. What did this sound? Like? Didn't see that. We're just coming. talking about Joe Arpaio. We're talking about Arizona. Also, by the way, Joe Arpaio, that racist sheriff from Arizona, totally is he racist. Well, Democrats would totally call him racist. He used to, he used to like make prison camps, like literal prison camps. There wasn't enough prison cells in like the jails in Arizona for how many people Joe Arpaio was thrown into jail. But he was arresting a lot of illegal immigrants, which, of course, now is, you can't do that. Well, they're, they're a border state. So instead of, like, putting the illegal immigrants... I think it was the illegal immigrants. I could be wrong on this. But instead of putting the illegal immigrants in jail, he put them in, like, work camps. And, like, it was a big national news story for a while about, like, Joe Arpaio's work camps. And he was like, no, the conditions here are great, and the prisoners love it. And the prisoners are, like, doing work. And it's like, uh, this is bad. You're not allowed I don't know, though. <laughs> It's not good, but if it's like, listen, you came here illegally. If you want to stay here, that's fine. Do some work. You live you're in gonna, this prison. You're going to do this for us. You're going to have food, shelter, water, and you're going to build yourselves. Essentially slave labor. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably not great. Yeah, his whole point was like, well, they wouldn't rather be in the jail. It's true. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. And then everyone said that was racist. And he's like, I don't care if they're Mexican or black or white. If, like, you're coming over that border, you're going to my prison camp. I kind of like Arizona Auschwitz. Especially if it's like, and if you don't like it, just go back. You can just go there. You can just keep going south. And I probably botched just... most of that story, but as far as I remember... Yeah, it can't accurate. possibly be it's accurate. It's pretty much I'm pretty sure it's mostly accurate. Um, dude. I've been getting so mad at people... Over the last few days. I think you being reinstated on Twitter is the <laughs> worst thing to happen to you. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't log on to Twitter without you just being unhinged about something. Unhinged? I think I'm hinged. No. I'm the hinged one. You're too mad. I think it's just interpreted as mad. Like, it seems mad. It seems like you seem more sour than ever. I am... I am... We are fighting. You look, you look hurt in here, yeah. and I—it's not a good look. I think you just. Well, I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, but you don't need that in your life. I'm not. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm hurt. I would say that this is this is just where we are. Like I am not a patient man any longer. We are on the verge of a million catastrophes, and I hate logging onto Twitter and seeing like. Republicans talking about this is what's really irked me. Here's the thing: the people who are arguing Trump versus DeSantis because we need to preserve the GOP. The GOP is fucking dead. It's been dead, and I want it to be even deader than. Well, it that's already my is. thing. Like, I'm so tired of partisan people. If you're a Republican, if you're a Democrat, like I'm, I go on Twitter. 
You need people like me. Here's on the problem. You need no, no, people no, no, like no. me listen, on Twitter. Listen, here's I. I'm no, driving the dialogue with my anger. Not, I, who else is going to hold these people accountable? Okay, so this is where you're both not wrong, but also wrong. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. But also, you're not really holding them accountable. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, you're right. Bipartisanship sure. is the problem. Yes. Like, it's like all these people are like in the, they all think the same thing. We're all like on the same page. And then at the very last thing, they're like, but we got to preserve the party. It's, like, it's not about the fucking party. How have you not figured that out yet? Like, it's Your not about sucks, Republicans dude. versus Democrats or anything like that. It is purely just the ruling class of the elites are they corrupt, both and they use both parties to fuck you. Yes. Stop trying to preserve whatever you think the Republicans Correct. or GOP stand for. There's nothing to preserve. for anything. None of, the politicians. They don't, none of them stand for anything. The legacy of George Bush and Dick Cheney is not worth preserving, I assure you. Yeah. So I do agree with so you. So how am I not supposed to fucking curse these people out? And why shouldn't I be allowed to? Well, I think you should be allowed to. All right. So then go. If you things. enjoy it. I do. That's the thing. I do enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy seeming angry on Twitter. I I look at it more as like a concerned sibling. I never look at it as like I see way crazier tweets from like random accounts. Yeah. But I'm just saying I know you personally, and I'm like, well, you know, like I don't want him to be like upset. You know, he's got a kid. But I'm not. Way. Like I want you to be, I want you to be happy. <laughs> but if that makes you happy, then do it. The angrier my tweets are, the more I'm laughing as I tweet them. Not always. Sometimes I am, like, fired up. But, like, it's also not... I don't mind being fired up. Like, I kind of like getting fired up on Twitter. Like, I just told this guy... So, like, I don't like that. Yeah, and like, that's why I project onto you, like, well, no, you can't This is what I enjoy doing. <laughs> that's what people don't get. But that's why, when the banning started, people like me... People like me were the victims, because <laughs> we're interpreted as the negative people... But, like, what you interpret as negativity is me releasing that so that I don't have to carry it. Like, my burden is now gone. Yeah, and I guess, like, for me, I don't have to do that to not think about it. Yeah. Like, it just, it. it just doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. I do, and I need to say something. But, like, for example, like, this guy legitimately pissed me off. He said something, and I respond to him. This is something typical of a vindictive child leftist with no life experience. He was essentially justifying underhanded tactics of the Department of Justice in entrapping people. And he was saying, that's just how this system works, as if that's okay. And then I said that to him. And then his response was, I'm 52. How about you? That shit pisses me off. Your age isn't flexing anything on me. Just because you think I was wrong. Your mental state. The, reply the things there, you said. The reply there is, damn, you're dumb for 52. I said, you're or, 13 mentally. Yeah, like... You you would think in 52 years of life you would have been less dumb. So then he said, yeah, I didn't think so to that, which doesn't even make sense. So then I said, you're right, you don't think. So then he said, you realize that doesn't logically dot dot dot, oh, never mind. Who is this stupid fuck? So then I said... Well, it's a bot. No, I think it's a real guy. He's, so I said, we should just cap the voting age at 51. So, like, that's just fun. Like, why that's, am I... <laughs> that's a funny reply. <laughs> So, like, why can't I do that? Why, why is that that's, perceived as negative and angry? That's a pretty funny reply. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, it's not negativity, it's honesty. Sometimes on, honesty is angry. I can't hide who I am and how I feel. I just have to tell you things are shitty and stupid. And if you don't like hearing it, 
If it makes you uncomfortable, not you specifically, but like the people who read the tweet, that's a you problem. I don't, I don't know. I guess I just look at it as like, I view these people as this thing. This amorphous blob that all think the same way and they're they're so jelly-like because they, they don't actually hold any, yeah, they don't have any, like, any opinion. Yeah. So, like, they won't get angry. There's nothing I could say to them that's going to get them angry. Unless it's, like, really over-the-top and ridiculous, which I don't really... Sometimes I like doing. Most of the time I don't. So it's like, why am I going to waste any energy having this conversation with this person that's not going to go anywhere? Like, it's not going to do anything. It's not going to benefit anything. But for you, there is benefit if it if it's something you enjoy doing. Do we actually never go back to Cleveland? No. That's it. That's all. The, that's the only Cleveland trip. Yeah. Yeah. The new MLB schedule is really shitty. We well, I think we always only go to Cleveland once. It really. The normal schedule. It's once for everyone out of your division. It was one home, one away. One home, one away for everyone in the AL. You you're 19 games against each divisional opponent. Yeah. And then. You play your local rival and a division. And that division can get, be split up. It could be like two there, two here, two there. But like you might not play a home or you might not play in a way. We're all over the place today. Yeah. Okay, since we're all over the place, I want to <laughs> say... I want to tell my story. Yeah, but I do want to put the light on. Hold on. Oh, yeah, it's really dark in here. Oh, God. That's oh, very bright. Okay. So... I don't know where to start, but I guess I'll start with, on this podcast, I have maybe not been the most open about my anxiety issues, but I do believe that they've been mentioned enough where, like, I do think it's probably, your people are aware, if you listen to this podcast, that I do suffer from anxiety, from time to time. Um, most of my anxiety comes from health-related causes. I take my health seriously. And if I fear an illness, a disease... You go in a spiral. It gets bad. I, over the weekend, was in Arizona. Went on a wonderful trip. You got bit by a scorpion. It's probably worse, I think. (laughs) Uh, One of the days, we didn't get out of the house until, like, noonish. Okay. And we didn't know what we were going to do. And the the friend that we were with suggested... Can I ask you something? Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. mean to interrupt. No, you're fine. But I know I am interrupting. Mm-hmm. How is this plastic shit not worse than and whatever the cats could possibly do to this couch? Well, because if you, <laughs> if you don't sit on the furniture, if you look at it like that, yeah. you can like barely tell that the plastic is on it. That's because no one sits there. Yeah. But if it's on furniture you sit on, it's the worst thing. It hurts. It doesn't <laughs> stick. It gets dirty. I don't know. Talk to Amanda. All right, just wanted to tell um, you. So the person we were with suggested we go to this zoo. I don't... Sure, let's go to a zoo. Okay. It's Arizona. I don't know what a zoo in Arizona is like. It's hot. We're just going to walk around. They have polar bears? <laughs> he was describing it as a very informal zoo, which... What's an informal zoo? Like so, no occasions? Think about Popcorn Park in a way where it's like... It's just kind of like Handicapped dirt. animals? So the animals at the zoo are not handicapped. But the feel of the zoo is very Popcorn Park-like, right? Like Small local zoo. 
Except it's not small. Mom and Pop Zoo. But it does feel like a Mom and Pop Zoo. Like, it's... Big Mom and Pop Zoo. Big Mom and Joe Pop Zoo. Joe Exotic Zoo. Yes. Like, dirt paths. There's no, like... There's no f- paved walkways. The kangaroo enclosure is like America, you're just walking around. You're walking with the kangaroos. One of the best things about America is that there can be mom and pop zoos. In fact, that should be our next business. Mom we should open zoo. a zoo. So, that's not part of this. But, <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed. But yeah, like, the kangaroo enclosure is just you open a gate and now you're just in with the kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified of kangaroos. Like, I didn't want to do that. It would disembowel you. Uh,. I mean, it must be safe enough. Now, we're going there, and as we're going, he, he's like, oh, there's also rides at this zoo. Oh, cool. And I was like, oh, it's like an amusement park. And he's like, well, no. There's like four rides. There's a log flume. For some reason, there's just a log flume. Cool. Then on the other side of the park, there's like a zip line, a roller coaster that looks like it was built by a drunk guy, and like a tiny swing set. Great. All the different parts of the, the like zoo. a spinning swing set. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's Arizona. It's hot. We were thinking going into it, like I'll do the log flume. Like I'll, I'll do that'll be something I do. <clears throat> we get there. As soon as you get there, there's just like parrots that could easily just fly away. It's outside, and they just sit there. We pay to get in, which was ninety six dollars, which is crazy. For each no, for each, like, two. So it was, like, 40-something. But still. That's a lot. You, I was thinking we were going to spend, like... 30 bucks. I was thinking we were going to spend, like, $12. <laughs> like, $12 a person, get <laughs> into the zoo. <laughs> Popcorn. As soon as you walk in, the lodge flume is right there. <laughs> and they were like, well, you know, it, if we do it first, you'll have plenty of time to dry if you get really wet. So we should just do it first. And I was like, I'll do it if someone else is doing it. And then some people were like, I don't want to do it. No, it was like, but then they were like, all right, we're going to do it. So we're going to do it. Wait online for the log flume. The line was three people long. But you have to pay to get on the log flume with a credit card. You have to pay for each individual ride. The group I am with, only half of us are going on the log flume. The half that's not on it goes, you should probably take your shoes off. You don't want to walk around with, like wet. Socks and shoes all day. And I was, That's not a bad idea. Take my shoes off. Let's get on this ride barefoot. <clears throat> this log flume does not look like a log flume that you would see in like a Six Flags. It looks more like if you for like decided you were bored one day and was like, I'm going to build a log flume. That's what it looks like. Like hammer and nails wood? Kind of. It just, it looks shoddy. It's, like, not that tall. A little rickety. So, we get into the to the log, and we start going. It's a pretty quick ride. You just kind of go. It goes into, like, this indoor area through some fish. And then it comes back out. You go up, and then you go down. My shoes are off. We start to descend. There's no, it's a log. There's no buckle. There's nothing. You're just sitting in an open log. We drop. As soon as we hit the bottom, I noticed, I was like, wow, my foot hurts. I think I hit my foot on something. And I look, and there's this bolt. A rusty bolt. Coming out of the log <laughs> on my end. And I was like, oh, I think I just hit my foot on this, like, this bolt. And then, like, I'm still in it. Like, we're coming back around the exit. I'm trying to see it, and I can't really see it. And I, I do have blood on my hand. So I'm like, okay, 
So I'm trying, like, in this moment, I'm still, like, relaxed. I'm like, okay, whatever. Get off. Kind of hobble. tetanus at a zoo. Hobble over to, like, a table. And I can't, still can't see it, so I take my shoe off. My shoe, I don't want to show you yet. I take my shoe off, and I'm, I'm just having it like this. And, like, Tommy comes over and, like, looks at it, and he just goes, Ooh! <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Is it didn't hurt that bad. So that's what it looks like. No, it's not oh, that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. But, I mean, you don't want to get an injury like that on a rusty bolt. Now, here's the thing. It wasn't rusty. That's not stitches. What is that, liquid banding? Yeah. I don't even know what it looks like. It looks fine. It's a and small. It, it's a pretty small. Cut, it was but black, black and blue. It had a big skin flap hanging over. Yeah. it. so it looks pretty deep. We're, th- like be pretty deep. we're thinking what happened was like, you hit the bolt here, you like and it glanced it. So like the bolt probably never went into me. It probably just grazed and like lifted. And the bolt was not rusty. It was not a rusty yeah. bolt. It was a normal metal bolt. But in the moment, I'm around people, so I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. Me and Amanda start hanging back and like we're walking. Now I'm walking. This is the first thing we did. I'm now gonna walk six miles in this giant zoo. I can't put pressure on my foot. My foot hurts this so bad. First aid place in this this place. We got an alcohol wipe and a band aid. <laughs> so my foot hurts so bad. <laughs> I'm walking around. You should sue this zoo. And I start googling zoo lawsuits. Oh yeah, don't do that. Because I'm like, I don't. What is tetanus? Is your jaw stiff? And then so it's like tetanus. <laughs> also. <laughs> Guys, also known I as <laughs> also known as lockjaw. My mouth. So I'm now in full blown like <laughs> I'm like telling a man. I think like, my jaw hurts, guys. I'm telling a man. I'm like, <laughs> we need to leave. I need to go get a tetanus shot right now. And a man is like, a, a man is like, you don't need a fucking tetanus <laughs> shot. And I was like, okay, all right. So for the rest of the day, when I get lockjaw, it's gonna be your fault. So for the rest of the day, <laughs> I'm just making tetanus jokes all day, and like they're like. Oh, you don't have tetanus. I'm like, I hope I do. Because it's all your fault that you made me go on this ride without shoes. If I just had my shoe on, none of this would have been an issue. Yeah, what the fuck? And then I was like, not for nothing, guys. I don't care that much about the tetanus. This water at this zoo, I it's have- monkey shit. There's monkeys in the log flume. So, like, forget the tetanus. <laughs> oh, have AIDS. Yeah, like, it's yeah. crazy what the zoo allows. <laughs> the monkey... Do you know monkeys are scared of water? Why are they in the lock flu? They they built out these like little islands with moats. Yeah. And just put monkeys on the islands. Because they wouldn't go in the water. Because they don't go in the water. But like they could easily just climb a tree and jump over the water, but they don't. There's a little there's like a four year old kid just taunting one of the monkeys. The monkeys was standing on this side of the water, just like (laughs) it's crazy. It was the craziest zoo I've ever been to in my life. And the moral of the story is I have yet to have a muscle spasm or neck stiffness or lockjaw. I think you're out of the danger zone. When was this? This was two days ago? This was Friday. Oh, you got no, it. You're... This was Saturday. Yeah, oh, you're, well, you're way good. No, tetanus apparently is between 4 and 21 days. 21 days? So I'm not, no I have way. 21 days. There's to... not been a single case in the last 100 years of someone getting tetanus. And then twenty one days. And then after. because like Tommy, the guy who knows fucking everything, he's like, "Do you know like what like what actually kills you from tetanus?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, no, please what tell poison. me." He goes, so what happens is your back just keeps cramping and oh, it's and spasming, <laughs> and eventually you just get so arched and you can't stop it, and your back just snaps in half. And I was like, "Oh, hey. <laughs> that sounds like a wonderful way to go." So don't worry, no one dies from tetanus. We, when we got home, like back to the house, 
I'm in full blown. Because now I'm no, not, now I'm no longer around other people. Now it's just me and Amanda in our room. Just the silence of your own thoughts. And I'm just like, I'm gonna be sick. Like I'm nauseous. I can't not think about tetanus. So I booked like an urgent care appointment for the next day to go get a tetanus shot. But then I never went because I figured, I don't know. Worldwide, 8 billion people on the planet. How many die of tetanus each year? Probably not a lot. It's probably it's a pretty rare thing, I would imagine. Alright, but what do you think that a lot is? I mean, I think in the U.S. it's considered a very rare disease. Like, I think it's like less than a thousand a year here. That's just cases. That's not even deaths. So, like, total deaths per year? There's probably some shitty areas that get a lot of tetanus. 75,000. 293,000. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot, lot, right? That's not, that's not nothing. I was like, oh, it's going to be like 10 people. No, it's just, a lot of people are dying from tetanus. But where? Like, where are those people I'm dying? trying to figure that out. <coughs> also, I want to know what the mortality rate of tetanus is. U.S. All right, here's the chart for the United States. Tetanus surveillance. 1947 to 2020. Hold on, is this... So I was told tetanus was really big during World War I. Tetanus cases have declined more than 95%. And deaths have declined more than 99% in the United States since 1947. Yeah, so that's what he was trying to tell me. He's like, it was really big during World War One. Today, then- sporadic cases of tetanus continue to occur in adults who have not gotten all the recommended tetanus vaccines. This includes people who have never received a tetanus vaccine or adults who haven't stayed up to date on their 10-year booster shots. Okay, so this is where I stand. Where's your like, 10-year booster? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember the last 10 years. <laughs> so, I'm 28. Ten years is eighteen. Have I gotten? Did you I have need to have a, one to go to college? Did I get a tetanus booster to. to go to college? I probably am due. If I did, I'm fine. I probably need a tetanus shot. But like, I don't know. My stance on vaccines is pretty like. I mean, I'm good with the tetanus vaccine. I have no problem with that one. I have no issues with tetanus. So then I like googled it though. Like, well, how long do I have to get a va- to get a booster shot? <laughs> I wanted to wait until I was like home. And it was like, if you don't get it. Relatively quickly. Nah, it's, oh, it's too late. It. It's like, well... <laughs> so now I'm just like, I just have to wait. I just have to wait for 21 days to see if I develop symptoms. And then, I don't know what happens if I do develop symptoms. I think I just die. Incidents per... Mi- incidents per 1 million. It looks like it's saying, even in 1947, it was like only 4 out of every 1 million people even got tetanus ever. And apparently... And now it's like close to zero. And and the things I... Listen, I did a lot of research on tetanus because I was freaking <laughs> out. A lot of the times they're from puncture wounds because it needs to go deep. This... Now, it can happen on a surface scratch. It doesn't need to be a puncture wound. Okay. But I cleaned it out right away. Like, I don't know. Listen. Estimated number of deaths caused by tetanus in the United States from 1990 to, 19, to 2019. In 1990, it was 20 deaths from tetanus. In it's pretty 2019, low. it was 7.4. I don't know how Point that four. could possibly be. <laughs> no, because it's out of... Oh, wait. It must be out of 100,000. Number of deaths. No. 
Just in total, in the United States, <laughs> 7.4 people died. I can't hear. Look, I don't know. That's what this chart is. Hey, how many people died in 2019 due to tennis? 7.4. What's the point for? Uh, one midget. Like comorbidity? One really short midget. He died with tetanus. He got shot in the head, though. Oh, that's so funny, though. Yeah, it doesn't say... Like, usually it says out of 100, per 100,000. But what that tells... So it's weird. Like, there's no cure for it. But you... It doesn't... I, I don't understand. Yeah, like, am I stupid? Like, look at this chart. You could even put it in a bar graph. Number of deaths. 25.25? Like, how is that a number? It's got to be like a rate, no? That's what I was thinking, but it doesn't say. I don't know. I lost it, by the way. Just 25 and a quarter people died. So that was my big uh, eventful story from Arizona. Yeah. That's what could be me. In about three weeks' time. That sucks. I all I know is I think there's about five people that are gonna feel very silly if that's how I go. How do they come up with a vaccine but not a cure? So I think what they can do is they can stop it from getting worse, but they can't prevent it. They can they can prevent it from happening with vaccines, yeah. and they can stop it from getting worse with medication. Yeah, but once penicillin. But once you have the symptom whatever happens is just that's now permanent thing that happened you can't have lockjaw forever you just never open your mouth how does that work oh well now I have to go get my tetanus shot they scare you into getting tetanus (laughs) shot yeah now I don't want tetanus this is awful the moral of the story is wear your fucking shoes on a lot from you idiot I was just so mad I was like if I just have my fucking shoes on during childhood, five doses are recommended. This is crazy. Redness and pain at the inflammation site occur between 25 and 85% of people. Fever, feeling tired, muscle pain occurs in less than 10% of people. Severe allergic reaction occurs in less than 1 in 100,000 people. It's still not nothing. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. Dennis is crazy. It's a weird disease, right? Yeah. It's a weird... Not disease. It's an infection, but... I hope I don't have sadness. Just because a little rust gets in your blood? And that's the other thing, too, is, like... It's one of those things, like... I hit it. I didn't know how bad it was. I looked at what I hit it on. Saw the bolt. And in that moment, I saw that... And you're sure it wasn't a rusty bolt? In that moment, I was like... It's a clean-looking bolt. The second I got off the ride and I start like thinking about it, I'm like, that bolt was that rusty. Was really rusty. <laughs> and I was like, was it? And then I'm trying to think, I'm like, was it? And I'm like, no, it definitely wasn't, but it might, might have been really rusty. I don't know. But no, what if it you wasn't. didn't cut out of that bolt? What if you cut on something rusty you didn't even see? I, I'd rather it be that, though. <laughs> I'd rather just not know. Well, I'm sure you don't have tennis. Like I said, I think you'd know by now. Even though they say it could come 21 days later. Wow. I'm glad you're alright. Yeah, so that was the... And then that night we went out. And I couldn't even enjoy being out. I had to go in the hot tub that night and let the wound soak in the hot tub. The average is eight days. That's pretty good. 
like onset. See what happens. So you're actually not. Out of the so when you're saying it gets red and painful, that's the that's the like vaccine. I was reading what happens uh, when you get vaccinated. I was not saying like that's like severe allergic reaction in one out of one hundred people who get the vaccine. That's a lot. Oh, that was all the stuff. That was vaccine. Related. I was looking at like what the vaccine reacts to, and you have to get so many. The thing with vaccines, like I, I am not anti-vax. I will never say I'm anti-vax. I'm anti the COVID vaccine because I'm anti-vaccine mandates. I am 100% on board with people who want to be anti-vax. I don't think there's any medical procedure that you should be forced to get. When you're talking about vaccinations of all kinds, there are side effects to every vaccination. We do not always disclose this to the people who are getting the vaccinations. We treat vaccinations as if it's just like, oh, you'll be fine. But when one in 100 doses of the vaccine causes a severe allergic reaction you have a country of 300 million people and you're telling everyone to get six doses of this vaccine it's not just oh you have a one in 100,000 chance no there's a significant chance that you could have a severe allergic reaction every time you get this vaccine so like that's where i stand on it and i would still get the vaccine because i don't want tetanus but i wouldn't get the vaccine because i don't want covid you know what i mean <coughs> you have to weigh those risks and rewards individually yeah Especially when you kick a rusty bolt. You're like, I need to take this shot. I'm looking at it like this. If I survive these next 21 days... You're good. I'm going to go get... I'm going to run to get a tetanus tetanus shot. shot. You should just go get it now. I don't think it does anything now. Well, if you don't have tetanus now, you're just ahead of the game. Imagine I'm like... I'm for some reason waiting in this window. And then on like day 20, I step on a rusty nail. Yeah, exactly. Like, shit! Fuck! I should have just had it. Yeah, it'll probably be like on a Saturday, so all the doctors. You know what's weird too is like it's they're supposed to get it every five years. Oh, you're not even supposed to wait. But they're like ten years is fine. What does that mean? That means they don't know. Like, <laughs> if, like if you had it within five years, you're, you're good. definitely good. But you should you should definitely get it in that five years. Get it but within if not, ten years. Ten years is good. good. And I don't even know if I got it going to college. You probably did. I know I got the meningitis vaccine. I don't know. I probably haven't. No, why would you have had a, a, a tennis booster? Every time the doctor asks me about a vaccine, I say, Go fuck yourself, doctor. And that's why I'm angry on Twitter. Can you sue if, like... If you got tetanus? Like, within nine years of my vaccine... Yeah, you told me I had 10 years of protection. Yeah, right? Also, if I do get tennis, I am going to sue the shit out of that zoo. You think I'd lose that lawsuit, though? Because they'd be like, well, you probably should have kept your shoes on on the ride. Alright, what are you doing? You're just reading? Yeah, I'm reading stuff now. About tennis, or? No. <laughs> All right, I think we're good, right? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Well, we'll see you in a couple days because we are a weekly podcast that comes out on Mondays. And And it's every once in a while Wednesdays. Bye.
Alright, we're good. Frankly, I'm embarrassed to upload it on Wednesday. I'm not. I almost died. From now on, I said it, it wasn't just last week. When we were going away, we record before you leave. I don't know, I figured Tuesday <laughs> would have been fine. No. But now it's Wednesday. My plane's engine did not want to fly. You're a big asshole. Not my fault. Who takes vacations in the middle of a work week? I take vacations over the weekend. You always miss at least four days of work. I miss one day. To this week, I happen to miss two. Because <laughs> you, you don't work on Fridays. But yeah, I work. <laughs> my vacations are on my schedule. <laughs> I don't work Fridays, therefore I leave you a Thursday on. night, and come back... Go. And come then extend it. No, come back People on Monday. People do my work Monday and Tuesday. Come back on Monday. On Monday, I didn't get my work done. It's one day. It's one day of work. My plane's engine didn't want to fly. If you were committed, you would have driven back. What I tell you, you would have rented a also car. Also, I thought about it because it's <laughs> like if if the answer was going to be like after like a six hour delay, it was just like no, we're flying out on this plane. I don't think I could have done it. Like, I don't think I could have physically got on that plane. I didn't trust it. Well, it didn't crash. It must be flying. No, I think it's, like, in a hangar somewhere with its engine off. Like, oh, maybe. Well, then that's a different thing. But yeah. it definitely didn't crash. Because it didn't take off. Because they were like, we, this plane doesn't work it now. It wouldn't have crashed. The pilot came on and literally said, you know, like, I know this is an inconvenience, but let's all be very thankful that that happened to us on the ground. That could have been bad. The pilot had a said that. Somewhere, probably. It was overheating. The, an overheating engine doesn't mean, like, oh, it's not really, we have to land. I think, it, like, the engine blows up, you lose a wing, and it's like, well, now you can't really coast. No. If an engine just dies, it's not that big of a deal, because oh you have God. the other engine, you can kind of coast. Not to interrupt you, but I just, I'm reading a great headline that just came up. This is literally from just a few minutes ago. Trump sues Michael Cohen for $500 million, alleging breach of contract. If he wins that lawsuit, that's the most hilarious thing ever. That means Stormy, Stormy Daniels will have to pay him 200 or $300 million, and Michael Cohen's going to have to pay him a half a billion dollars. He doesn't have a half a billion no, dollars. No, this is hilarious. So Trump is getting get, making more money because the people keep trying to get him arrested. This is funny. Stupid. Um... This new MLB schedule has me all fucked up. What's the new schedule? It's normal schedule. It's not. The new schedule is you, you play like every more day games. You pl- no. Well, there is already more day games. I don't like that. I love that. Today was great. Nah, I don't like a game in the middle of a Wednesday. Uh, and you play everybody now. I don't like. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. The the matchups that are going on across the league it's make no dumb. sense. The Mariners are playing the Cubs, but the listen. Astros are playing the Pirates. What are we doing? I've, I've admitted my mistakes with the MLB for being too harsh on them. They got, they've achieved their goals. My big critique of the MLB was that I think the rules are stupid. Stand by it. I don't think <coughs> you need to shave 40 minutes off of every baseball game. But they've accomplished that goal, and the game isn't terrible. Like I've enjoyed watching baseball this year. It's fine. So, like, I can take the L that it's not the end of the world for baseball. But I was right in saying when they got rid of the DH, they don't like that there's a National League and an American League. They want it to be more... One league. Yeah, more like kind of like the NBA. They don't even want it to be like the NFL. Like They want it to be like 
Until the playoffs. Yeah. Like, you're just playing everybody all the time. Yeah, I don't... And that's weird. It's I don't good. like it. The match As soon as they took the DH away, that was the goal. The reason why I don't like it is simply because, you know, from like a... It, it may not sound like that big of a deal, but it's impossible to gauge where you stand record-wise now. Like, okay, maybe you're you're six and four through your first ten, and like, but like another team is like four and six. But now you're playing. Like, it's not just like you're adding an extra division. You're playing. You are now opening it up to fifteen more teams that you're playing. It's crazy. They've literally. It's so funny because it used to be that interleague was the big deal. And it was fun. Yeah. Because you're switching rules. Yeah, yeah. And you're in ballparks you so, never oh, get to shit. see or do. Shin Ming Long has to run the and bases. And they loved that so much, they started like, we need more interleague. Interleague, interleague. But then at some point in like maybe 2010, they said, hey, we actually don't like... It's too much interleague. Well, wasn't it like when the... Was it when the Astros switched? That was when like there was an imbalance, and there was there was there was, always, there was sixteen National League and fourteen. There was right an imbalance, and there was in it, there was an interleague series every week. Yes, to, that to was awesome. That's was the way it should be. Yeah, who cared about that? I don't like it now. But it, inter, but then they realized because <coughs> now there's no such thing as interleague. The Players Association won the battle in getting rid of pitchers hitting. They installed the DH, and then once they got rid of the DH, they knew that there's no reason to even pretend like there's interleague. It's not interesting. The games are just, they're just stupid. Like, the Mariners playing the Cubs is like, it's just dumb. That's hard, because, like, we There's no reason the Mariners should ever have to play the Cubs. We started our season off against the Giants. And unless it is, like, a short special series, and I know that, like, I'm not seeing a National League team for the rest of the season... There's no reason for me to get up for a series against the Giants. I might as well be playing. And like the those like there's enough shitty teams in the American. You're now League losing. That I can't get excited for you're it. now losing a series plus of your rivals of, of your rivals of games that like you really be in, into. You need those games honestly, to make up ground in your division. We were playing the rivals too much. You had like 19 games against all your rivals. That yeah. was too much. It should be like 12. But. You don't have to feel that would actually you just play the other teams in the American League. I don't know. I, I just I don't know. I just don't like looking around the league and it just would seeing cool. like crazy crazy series that you just never see going on. That have no juice to them. Like, no. Nothing into like a No, it's weird. Into like a Pirates Like the Pirates are playing the Astros right now. And like that's fine. But like that's gonna be every year <laughs> the Pirates and Astros are playing. Every year we're gonna play All the National League teams. The Reds. Like why? Although I will say for small market teams, it's nice because now it's like, hey, we see the Yankees every year now. Like, they're going to come into town, we're going to sell tickets. The Dodgers, like, if you're in the National League and the Dodgers are the Yankees, like, it's fine. I don't know. But, it, again, but it's, it's one the, of those things. The flip side to it is, that is cool that we get to play the Dodgers every year now. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Well, I think. But I don't want to go play the Rockies every I wish year. they would just balance it on based on rivalry. Like, I wish they would balance it. It should just be the way like, it's geographically, been. Geographically, like, you play your National League rivals. Like, if you want to play the Phillies. That's the way it's always been. The Mets. The way it's always been is you play your your local rival plus a division of the NL. Yeah. 
Like last fun. year, we played the Mets and we played the East. So we doubled up on the Mets, and you play the Phillies, Marlins, and Braves. And then it was like, now you're playing the Mets, and you're also playing the NL Central. But now it's just you play everybody all the time, and I, I don't know, it just waters it down because well, there's the not there's do. not enough good teams. That's what it is. There's not enough good teams for that to happen. Well, that's why the next thing that's going to be is they're going to stop doing playoff seeding by league. You'll have and it'll the just top, be seeded. Yeah, it'll be the top what sixteen teams make. I'm honestly probably fine with that'll that. That'll be better because you'll get you'll that'll end up making things because exciting. Remember, remember last? It's year. It's just not exciting this way. Remember last year? Like it felt very early on in the season that like oh no one is good in this entire league. Yeah. So it's like yeah, like you don't really benefit from playing the National League, like especially later in the season, no. where you're trying to make up ground on teams in front of you, and you're just and you're playing National League teams that like are in front of you. It's, yeah, really it's annoying. Like, go play the Rockies <laughs> for ten games. It's like I don't want to play the Rockies. <clears throat> so I don't want to have to go play a series. Eventually, in Milwaukee. it'll be just a straight top sixteen seed to makes the MLB playoffs. And there won't be a National actually, and American League division. I actually anyway. do think they should just do what the NBA does. Like this play-in tournament, I don't know, it's kind of cool. Those teams really have no chance. But sure, you made the playoffs, cool. Didn't I have the play-in tournament idea? There's 20, the NBA, I don't know how many teams are in the NBA, but 20 of them are playing in in the playoffs. To make now, the, the play in, the playing games are not considered the playoffs. <laughs> but you still have 20 teams competing for it, that's kind of cool. It's just whoever doesn't make the playoffs competes to make the playoffs? No, so it's your regular... Oh, it's the bottom ten aren't in that. No, it's your... The top ten it's the top the eight. It's the top eight from your east and west. Okay. They make the playoffs. So that's 16 right there. They're in the league. They're in the playoffs. And then the... The next group... The next two and the next two... Actually, is it more? They might be more, actually. I think... Because I think they seed it all the way through 11. I thought it was like the... Bottom ten get the draft pick, and they're not in the play-in tournament. Correct. And then Correct. the next group who aren't already in the playoffs just play to make the playoffs. Correct. Yes, and that's correct. Which is cool. Like if you're in the bottom ten, all right, too bad. But then everyone else, like, you have something to kind of play for. It's very weird. So let's see. It's okay. So there is one through six in each division. So that's 12. And then 7th and 8th, and then 9 and 10 play each other. So they seed it all the way down to 10 out of each. Mm-hmm. That's 20 teams. Yeah. For 16 spots. I think MLB will probably be doing something similar very soon. Kind of cool. It's kind of tough. That, like The NFL playoffs is just like the best format. Like It's impossible the to MLB that. should make the entire season the playoffs and in the last 50 games teams just get eliminated from play. It's like you don't have to play anymore. <laughs> if you're just like you had to play one of those teams they're just all wins. Here you go. That'd be fun. <laughs> Guess what guys? Hey the Pirates Reds. aren't playing anymore. Hey Reds you guys can uh, you guys can call. You go hit the, hit the showers. You get an extra month of the offseason <laughs> this year. Go think about what you've done. Sweet. Number one pick. You're on the clock. You should be able... You should have an open (laughs) slot on your roster. And when that team gets eliminated, you can offer them, like, a contract. Oh, yeah. To finish out the season on your team. Like, each team gets a lot at one spot. Hey, I want to come and play with us. Best offer wins. It's like a free agent, basically. 
At the end of the at the end of the season, they just go back to their team. I have a feeling the MLB trade deadline this year is going to be wild. Also, you know who I'm so annoyed at? Like beyond annoyed at, I hate this person. He's so like me. my least favorite player in baseball. Pete my Al- number one enemy in baseball. Pete Alonso. No, I don't give a shit about. Is Pete it a Alonso. Yankee? No. I can't give you the team because you'll guess it immediately. Is it a Red Sox? No. It's an American League team. Is it a Is it a Guardian? Is that, no, it's not a Guardian. I like the Guardians. I, I, hate say, I think you like Josh Naylor. Naylor's awesome. The Guardians couldn't have picked a lamer name. Yeah, Guardians is awful. Chief Wahoo was awesome. The Indians were fine. There's nothing <laughs> insulting about being There's literally an entire movie franchise based around the Indians. Which is irrelevant now. But, you could have picked anything. Why did you pick Guardians, man? I get you want to keep the IAN. The, the like, there's a million words. Should have just renamed it, like, the Pindians. <laughs> Uh, not player Indians. you're annoyed with. Like, not, like I just really don't like this player. We want them to not play. They're in the American player. League? Yeah. I would like oh, Shohei like, Otani? Yes. Get him out of here. Who is this son of a bitch? You see what he's doing? He's really good. <laughs> I hate this. And they can't win! They actually aren't doing too bad. But still. But don't forget, they start, They were good last year. In the first, like, started, two months. Everyone's like, best team in so, baseball. let's all hold off. And he'll get hurt. So here's my thing with Shohei. I I. It's They're actually tough. tied right now, two two, with the Nationals. Talk about a series. Yeah, like what? Like, are we what doing? a great example. What are we doing? The Angels are playing the Nationals. No one Why cares. are they playing? Just both shit teams. Why did you send DC out to Just California? Like both awful teams on each coast. The Nationals four and eight right now. Oof. What are the Angels? What's their record? Six and five. It's okay. Um. But when you have a pitcher yeah, it's just like Shohei Otani and a hitter like Shohei Otani and then also Mike Trout. Okay, so here's my thing with Shohei. He's incredible at hitting. He's an incredible hitter. Really? He also happens to be an incredible pitcher. For sure. I don't think... It's that big of a deal. It's that, that big of a deal. Yes. I think it's We've a big... About this I think it's a big deal that he is incredible as a hitter. I think it's a big deal that he's incredible as a pitcher. Because to be a top-level... In each of those things is very impressive. Yeah. If you're good at both, I don't think it's that big of a deal because anybody who's incredible at one thing is an incredible athlete, and I think they could also be incredible at the other We've thing. We've talked about it. That okay. is my, like... I do think if Judge from the time he was a kid also pitched... We just don't allow it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, All of those guys in Little League... Aaron Judge, I guarantee you, pitched in Little League and didn't allow a fucking hit. If you told Aaron Judge to throw a straight fastball, yes. how fast can yes. he throw it? Is he touching 95 right other, now? My other thing of it is, like, we just pretend with Who Shohei is- that, like, defense isn't a part of baseball. Did you see someone... That's was- what drives me the most crazy. Someone was getting their ass kicked the other day, and they put a position player in who came in and was, like, gassing it up. It was a guy on the Royals. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, so he was good. I, by the way, that was another match. I think it was, like, Royals. They were, who the There's fuck were the Royals playing? You know the... I there's a kid from New Jersey who was on the Blue Jays for a while, Anthony Ghost. Yeah, who never made it as a hitter, and now he's a pitcher. He's a pitcher, he's doing fine. He's like a he sucked pitcher. as a pitcher, as a as a hitter. What was he like an outfielder? Was he, he, he was he, an okay outfielder, he, he, right? He couldn't really make contact with the breaking ball. But like, look, Rick and Keel did it. Yeah, we're talking about guys who did it. The, the ability to both hit and pitch isn't. It's not it's that not, unique. Yes, so I agree. Like. What Shohei Yotani can do in both respects is very good and unique yes. and amazing. Correct. The fact that he could do both, though, is not necessarily unique. It's just Correct. unique because no one else is allowed to Correct. do it. Correct. So that's where, like, 
I get really annoyed. Like that dude on the Royals who was like, I'm going to go, I'm a position player, but I'm going to like really pitch. Cool. Fucking do that. And he was striking guys out because like it's. If every, like what really. These guys happen, are athletes. What really should happen is MLB teams should be investing in finding out which of their position players are really You know good why? Pitchers. So that when you're in positions, like look how shitty our bullpen is right now in the yes. Yankees. If you knew that like every once in a while you could bring in Hicks, who's like useless otherwise, but like could get you three outs, well, his value would skyrocket. Look at the Reds. They have Hunter Green. Hunter Green came out of high school as the top pick. The guy was unbelievable, and they didn't know what they were going to do with him in the minor league system Did because he, he, he was a top shortstop, incredible hitter who happened to throw 102. So guess what? Now he's a starting pitcher, <laughs> but he could just play shortstop. So like, again, Otani is really great. good at both. We love most Otani. guys wouldn't be that good at both things, but. I think some would be. I legitimately think like eighty percent of the league could do the other thing. A-Rod capably was a starting quarterback. Could have went pro okay. in the NFL. Wait, that's what I was going to say. I was going to bring it to the NFL, which is you like, think you know he could why? throw a fastball. You know why it's really not that impressive to me either is like it. It's just the way the sport works is that we force these guys to be so one position oriented. But like in the NFL. Half of the defensive backs in the league were wide receivers just turned DBs. Yeah. Or DBs turned wide receivers. Or quarter or wide receivers turned quarterbacks. Or quarterbacks turned tight end. Like, it happens all the time. So it's just weird and annoying. And the other thing that gets me the most mad about it is the de- the whole defense thing. Like, it, the defense isn't even part of the argument when we're talking about it. Yeah. Like, Aaron Judge plays incredible defense in both center field and right field. That's valuable. Of course. Shohei Otani does not play the field. He is a really good hitter when he's hitting, and he's a DH. He's really and he's a really good pitcher. But he doesn't play the field ever. Yeah. So, like, that's something he doesn't bring to the table. So Aaron Judge doesn't bring pitching to the table. Ah, okay, once every five days we don't have ace Aaron Judge on the mound. But we got Garrett Cole. And Judge is in the lineup every goddamn day, and he plays immaculate defense. He's got a one dot OPS still. So it's just it's just dumb. It's amazing. Like, I feel like Judge has been slumping since the start of the season. And he's off to like the best start of his career. I think. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even like he's look got, like, that four home runs, he eight RBIs, like, one dot OPS. There was a headline because Pete Alonso has six home runs now. He's good. And the headline was like, "Can Pete Alonso match Aaron Judge's sixty-two? People, play, I will. People are so dumb about baseball. It will be hysterical if he does. Like if he hits sixty three. Good for him. I would love it because Judge comes up as rookie, hits fifty two. Pete Alonso comes up as rookie, hits fifty three. New rookie home run record. Judge hits sixty two, and then Alonso. Alonso goes. I hit sixty three. <laughs> but like, Alonso is such a worse player in total. He's not. He's just not as good as a hitter. He's a slugger. He's a slugger. He doesn't play his valuable defensive position. He's not as good at his position defensively. But, like, he's a really good player. Like, everyone would be happy to have Pete Alonso on their team. And he's clearly a slugger. Like, he's, like, an absolute power threat. And if there were, well, now, I guess, in the National League, there are. So, like, his career will be benefited by being able to be a DH in a few years. Like, when he's just swinging for the fences. He made a play yesterday that, like, was it today? I think it was yesterday. It, like, cracked me up. He, like, dove for a ball. He gets it. He's not super athletic. <coughs> and he just, like, 
is like looking around because the pitcher's not covering, and he just doesn't know what he has to do, and then he just like takes like a couple steps towards the bag and like dives for the bag, and he gets the guy out, but it's just like wasn't smooth not at all. You know who made a great play today? That's like it doesn't show up in the box score. Volpe does something you never see from professional baseball players, which is crazy, but like you just don't. A ball hit on the ground. He's at second base with less than two outs. And he goes back towards second base instead of, like, moving on contact or freezing. Oh. Just like being a heads-up base runner. Well, the Yankees are really bad at base running. The ball's hit behind you slightly. You can be out. I'm going to go back to second instead of just darting towards third and getting thrown out. Or, like, risking getting into a rundown. Yeah, we do run into weird outs, like... The running into the out at third when you're not forced to go. They, like, teach you that in Little League. Like, <laughs> Don't do that. We love doing that. We have the run-on contact team. We, we're always the run-on contact. But I think they tell Infield the- in. Infield's in. Runner's at third. You go. It's a hot shot to third base, and we're running. You're out by you're, 12 miles. You haven't even taken a step yet. <laughs> don't go. You can just step on the... Like, you don't have to commit. Like, you're there. We're you're, like, step. at the bag. Yeah. Volpe today, it literally... Stood out like the second the ball was hit, he knew where the ball was and where he was on the baseball field, and that all he had to do was take two steps. And he back probably knew where base. like the fielders were. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, a guy who knows how to run the bases. Is like, <coughs> even like guys like Rizzo will get caught in the middle of the diamond, and not every time will the fielder get you out. But it's just like the look. Like, Listen, when I, you're like this and you're on the base paths, you're in Judge, you're dead man. Judge is an incredible base runner, and he. Even, like, last ran at... He made the out at third, like, twice on that play. It was like, dude, the ball's hit in front of you. Yeah, don't go! Like, what are you doing? If it's to the right side... The left side of the infield... You don't... You're on second base. You don't go. But it's not something... Yeah, like, base running... The fundamentals, we talk about it all the time. They're just not there. So. That's our sports brief. 